Podcast. This is Match Lava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Match Lava. And today is Friday, April 23rd, 2021. And it is, it's an amazing day. I mean, it's been a really, really good day. I'm pretty pumped about just the weekend. I'm excited to get after it. I'm excited to get some work done. And it sounds a little bit weird to say, I guess, after having like a week of work to be excited to get some work done. But it's true. I, I get to focus a lot on my business over the weekend and I'm passionate about it. I really, really enjoy it. It's a lot of fun for me. And I think that's how a lot of people are that have a reselling business. A lot of them enjoy it. A lot of them actually like it's a hobby to them, but it's also a business. So they, it feels like they're just kind of doing what they love, but at the same time, you're also making money and, and that's the, the business portion of it. So it is a lot of fun. I'm pumped about it. I'm excited to get after it this weekend. And we were teed up to have at least one Nike release and then we were supposed to have a Yeezy supply release last week that got delayed to this week and now it's looking just like there is only the Yeezy supply release. I was hearing that the one release from Nike was pushed back so kind of a bummer there. Really wasn't supposed to be anything that special though so not a big deal but still I mean you like to have at least something to take up the time in the morning on Saturday to spend some time running for a release and stuff like that so a little bit bummed out by that but Ultimately, it really wasn't going to be something that was going to be highly profitable anyways or something that I was super, super geared up for. These Yeezys are going to be good, but I just, I'm not good at Yeezy supply whatsoever. After that, I literally haven't checked out a shoe on there in over a year after I got like four pairs of Azeroths or not Azeroths, the Alvas. The Alvas came out last year in April and that was the last time I bought something on Yeezy supply and it's just been a mess ever since. So yeah, that's what I'm looking at right now, just trying to figure out what my best steps are to cop tomorrow. It's going to be pretty tough to get through and get through the queue and everything, but if we can get through that and I can get through it, then I'll be excited and maybe get some, maybe pick up a, a pair of shoes. We'll see. So that's what I'm looking at tomorrow. Maybe I'll be able to get through and get a pair, but if not, then we'll just keep it moving and I'll keep getting things listed and keep doing some research, maybe even try and reach out to a couple VAs and do an interview or two if, if I can get that in, which would be nice because then it give me some experience in that. So that's what I've been working on. I mean, I did a, a small thing yesterday. I went through some websites and then just went on YouTube, started looking up interview questions for VAs and like what I would actually ask them because it's really cool thinking about like, hey, I could have a VA, but now I'm looking at it going, well, I have to ask them some sort of questions to figure out if they're qualified or not. I don't just want to hire anybody off the, off the street that can just do something on their computer. Like I want to actually get somebody that can figure out how to list on eBay or has already had listing experience on eBay, which would be ideal. A lot of VAs do have listing experience on eBay or at least there are a lot of them that, that have done eBay stuff. You can find them and that would be nice. Get somebody who knows how to list on eBay, show them my process, show them the way I like things done, which I've been making up the guide for that and then let them go and then kind of critique them a little bit as they get started. Give them a few things that I would need them to do and hopefully it goes well. So that's what I'm looking at right now. Hopefully get a lot of that taken off my plate this weekend. And then I got to look into forming an LLC and all that kind of stuff too, because that's something that's on my next set of steps that I need to get taken care of as well. So a lot of big things going on, but I'm pumped about it. It's been good. And that's really what we have for this weekend as far as sneakers. Not really a whole lot coming out other than those Yeezys tomorrow, which they should be pretty profitable. They're a good looking shoe. They're not crazy. I mean, they are a weird colorway, but they're not disgusting. I actually like the colorway. They almost look like something like a Florida Gators colorway call kind of where it's the orange and royal blue like they're not bad so i'm excited about them i think they'll do really well the resale looked pretty good on them earlier this week when i was looking at them so again we should be able to make some decent money on that so 
that's what I'm looking at as far as sneakers. But when you kind of talk about sneakers, you can't really talk about shoes without talking about like botting shoes. And, and there's a lot of people that talk about bots and, and whether or not they they run them and whether or not they like bots. You have like two separate communities. You have the sneaker community, which most people that are just sneakerheads, like pure sneakerheads, they are like no bots. They don't want anything to do with bots. They hate bots. They hate people that use bots. They hate the resellers, like like the purists, right? And so you have that corner and then you have the other corner, which is like, I want to get shoes and I'm really in it for the profit. And that's really it. Like I'm not as big of a sneakerhead as a lot of people. I like shoes. I think they're cool. I just don't have any desire to wear them or I don't really want to spend the money on them right now. And that's kind of where I fall. I do like sneakers. I think they're really cool. I do want to keep a pair or two and every pair that comes in I'm like wow these are really cool I'd love to keep these but at the end of the day like I gotta sell them because that's how I make money so I don't know that's kind of where I fall but as you look at at people that talk about botting one of the things that I had always wanted to do since I was I mean young like I was I think I was in like high school like beginning high school I wanted to get into sneaker botting and I never did because I never knew where to look there really isn't too many resources on it and it's kind of difficult to learn and and so I never got into it and now as I started to get into it in 2020 because there was obviously it was it was massively profitable because there are so many items that were online that you could buy and sell on eBay and Amazon or wherever you wanted to sell I've started to think a little bit about whether or not it's still profitable to get into because you see a lot of people that are either getting out of botting or people that have been botting for a while who have built up enough capital who are saying, okay, this isn't what it used to be. Maybe I want to move out of it and move into something else. So I'm just going to touch for a moment on on whether or not botting is worth it because that's kind of what I want to want to talk about and something that's been on my mind recently. So is, is sneaker botting worth it and, and that or, or just botting in general? And that's the big question because back when people first started the the impression that i get and i haven't been doing this nearly as long as some people but when a lot of people were getting started in 2015 16 17 18 like 2017 2018 were like the the beginning stages of it when i hear a lot of people started but there there are some people that started in 2019 as well that have been like the ogs in the sneaker community and they 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 said that like things were different back then like it was either proxies were cheaper which i can imagine bots were easier to get there wasn't as much resale in bots and it's just a completely different world right now back then when when bots were releasing for retail you could cop them at at retail prices so like cyber one of the biggest bots that's out there you could buy cyber at retail at some points or the resale value on it wasn't that much higher than what it retailed for i think it retailed at like 300 bucks or maybe they raised it to 300 bucks but people were buying it like resale like 350 400 even like five or six hundred bucks was was still like a going right back then cyber right now is like way 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 high it's like i want to say it's around eight or nine k which is insane and and i don't really think that it's worth that for what you're getting but i've never ran it either so i can't really justify my my stance on that i just i just can't see myself paying almost 10k for a bot that's really good on Shopify, decent on foot sites. Like it's just, it's just not, I, I just don't see myself paying for it, but some people find it profitable and people that know how to run it and do very well with it. But it's just, it's a very different world right now where there is a lot of money to be made in bot flipping. And so that's naturally raised the prices of resale for bots where people are now saying, okay, listen, like these things are limited and we don't know how limited some of them are. Some of them are limited, like way limited, like 60 copies of a bot total, but it's really raised the entry price because now there's so much competition. Once people jump on something that they want to resell and flip, okay, one, it raises the competition drastically because usually 
all of sneaker Twitter jumps on this thing. All the all the resellers on sneaker Twitter jump on this thing. Now you have like a ton of people going for one sort of release where these bot companies, they may be dropping 10, 15 copies like at a high. Sometimes they'll drop more, but really they're not dropping that many copies of the bot to be able to purchase. And so you purchase the bot and then you type in whatever key they send you in your email or whatever key pops up on the screen. And, and that's like your, your, your kind of passcode to get into the bot. And so it's, it's difficult because you're buying these things at retail. And if you're not buying them at retail, which is almost impossible i mean like it's hard it's very difficult to get it at retail you're buying them at resale and resale's high like it's not low like i'm saying it's very very high you're looking at cyber which retails for 300 bucks going for like 9k then you look at wrath which retails for i think the same thing 300 350 that goes for around 7 8k and and some of these bots is just insane i mean some of the resale on it's crazy so your your price of entry has really really increased over the recent like the recent past year, just because so many people started flipping these things, just because bodies become so more, much more practical for somebody who's stuck at home and can't go out and source, they need a way to be able to get products. So that's how bodies kind of become more of a mainstream thing. And so as it becomes more mainstream and stuff, it, it's become more, more like worthwhile for people at, at some points. And so as the, the resale prices on the bots go up, the entry goes up as well. Not to mention that if you're buying, if you're buying a sneaker bot, you also have to buy proxies. And so proxies kind of help you not seem like you're entering, like to buy something on your home IP address. They'll, they'll give you several IP addresses to enter from. And so you can buy stuff from several IP addresses, but you're paying for those monthly and they're not cheap. Like we're talking, like you can get, you can get proxies. I think it's like you get like 25, 25 like good ISPs usually sell for about 50 to 60 bucks, like 50 to 60 bucks. You're paying about two bucks a proxy and that's monthly. So they're monthly ISPs. So basically like they're really fast. You have two types of proxies, your ISPs, which are really, really quick. And then your residentials, which look more like they're coming from like a home address. So like they look more like they're coming from like some sort of community or some like, like somebody's house. So some sites like one, some sites prefer the other. Some sites don't really care whether you're using ISPs or, or residentials. ISPs are way, way faster. Residentials are a little bit slower, but they look like they're a home address and they end up working better on some sites. But it's very, it's very difficult because when you're buying 25 ISPs for 50 bucks a month, when I, you just raise your costs, you're paying 50 bucks a month for these things. And, and good ISPs cost around that much. So if you're buying like ISP proxies that don't cost that much, typically they're not that very, that, that good. And you're probably not hitting on like your Shopify site and stuff like that very much. So that's the thing, like it's expensive to bot. And even if you're not paying that in ISPs, you want to do residential proxies, you're limited to the amount of, of gigabytes you buy. And gigabytes range from like 12 to, 15 even like 20 bucks sometimes 20 is really really high i've seen like usually 12 to 15 is a going rate for those but you're going to be using a probably like two or three gigs a month at the least so either way you're spending let's just say you're spending 30 to 50 bucks a month on proxies then you're paying resale for a bot so you're paying anywhere from probably about 500 to upwards of like two or three K. I mean, some of the better bots that do well on foot size and stuff, they're around like three to four K. So if you're paying three to four K that you're probably paying a lot of money for a bot, but you may have some money set away to do that. But mostly like if you're doing retail, you can get some bots for retail that are around 500 bucks. You can get some bots for retail that are around $4,000. It really depends on your price point and what you're trying to get out of it. And, and whether or not you want to be competing with several thousand users of the same bot or just a couple hundred. So there's a lot that goes into it, but even if you're paying, let's say you're paying 
$1,500. $1,500 is just a very, very, I don't know. It's not, it's just a very low costing bot. Probably going to hit some stuff with it. Not going to hit a ton with it, but you, you probably do decent. So let's say you pay $1,500 for a bot on resale. Let's say you pay $30 to $50 a month proxies. Well, like, and the bots usually have a monthly fee. So you're paying $20 to $30 a month monthly fee. So now you're looking at, <laughs> you're looking at paying somewhere around, I don't know, what, 50 to 150 to 80 bucks a month in fees just to run the bot plus you paid resale $1,500 you're going to put yourself back a lot and if you don't know how to run one of these things which it sounds simple but there's a lot of, of variables that go in with it like how how fast you want it to ping the site and like what are you going to enter for and how many tasks are you going to run and stuff like that like if you don't know how to do that you're going to be running at a deficit for a while while you learn these things and so what am I saying what am I where's my whole point going with this if you're if you're running bots and you're going to start botting, just be prepared to put up some some capital because if you don't have the capital to get into this, it's probably not the most profitable way to go. And even at that, I I've had I've gotten much more capital than I had when I first started, and I'm looking at it going is it still worth it? Because all the time that goes into it, you have to set up and setups can take a very long time, and these things aren't like it's not like like Microsoft's making these programs. Like the developers of these things are really really good for for what they do. But they're also not extremely, I don't know, like practical sometimes. Like you may have to, you may set up like a whole like setup of like 400 tasks and then they release an update and it wipes all your tasks out. And you have to go back through and set each one of those up. And some bots it's easy, some bots it's not, but it's a huge time sink. So it's very, very time consuming. You're paying a lot of money a month. I mean, like a hundred bucks a month is, is a lot. And I, if you have more than one bot, you're probably going to be paying multiple fees per month. You're going to be paying for multiple proxies per month. So your fees could get up there. Like it's not uncommon to have 100 to 200 bucks a month after you take into all account all of your bot fees and then all of your proxy fees and all that kind of stuff. So you're taking into all that. And then the biggest thing of all, you have to deal with cancels. So like you may hit on a foot site or you may hit on like or a retail site and then they cancel because they figure out that you bought it with a bot. It's not, it's not like it's just a one... It's not like you just check out and they stick the order sticks. Like a lot of cancels happen, like a lot. Like when I got 160 checkouts the other day, every single one of them got canceled and that sucks. And I used some data up from some residential data and I obviously like I didn't make anything off of it. It was a waste of my time. It was a waste of my data. It was it was just like a waste. And that's becoming more and more the case. As, as sites get more savvy and stuff, it's becoming more and more difficult for a lot of these developers to successfully check out items and get them to stick and that's the biggest thing right now if if cancels weren't a thing bonding would be massively profitable because even at the 100 bucks a month even at 200 bucks a month if you're paying all that you you would way 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 out make that in the amount of orders you could get in it's just that so many of them get canceled nowadays and proxies are getting more expensive and people like every day i see popping up with proxy companies that are like well these proxies are better because and really they're not they're all from the same few providers but people like market them and brand them differently and stuff it's just it's it's a little bit suspect of a, of a of a thing you can see like there's a lot of shady things that go on sometimes and on top of that like you could still do really well and check out a bunch of items and get them all canned and that's nothing like there's there's things that you can do to try and avoid that but you don't really know if they're going to work and even if they do work you don't know why so like it's hard to it requires a lot of testing it requires a lot of time it requires a lot of startup capital maybe not the best place to put your money if you're just getting started i think if you have a lot of experience you have the capital and you know you want to do it you know you want to get into botting 
I think you go for it and you do some research. You go on Reddit on r slash shoebots and you just start talking to people on there and really get to know people in there. Jump on Discord, get in a free cook group or something and start talking to people in there that have some bots. Figure it out. But at the same time, just know you're going to be putting up a lot of capital until you really start to understand what you're doing and start to hit. I mean, I probably ran for like six months at a deficit. Maybe not six months, but like two or three months at a deficit. And then I started to have a little bit more success. And as I learned more and talked to more people and stuff, I started to learn more. And now I make a lot of money on it. But at some points, like like this past month, it hasn't been super profitable just because the cancels have been absolutely unreal. So just pay attention to stuff like that and realize that if you're getting into it, it's not all it's cracked up to be sometimes. Sometimes there's a lot more involved with it. So just pay attention to things like that and, and consider those sorts of factors if you're thinking about getting into sneaker botting or any other sort of botting. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. And I'm going to wrap this thing up. So with that being said, I'm going to go. But you guys have a great rest of your Friday and I'll talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.